episode three of the Books Travel Life podcast. I will discuss Harper Lee's novel To Kill a Mockingbird. For the travel segment, we'll go to Birmingham and Montgomery, looking specifically at some civil rights sites, and then go to a place where I like to recharge the ocean. Today, we're going to discuss the book To Kill a Mockingbird, one of my favorite books. Really don't know where to start, but I think I'll start with confession time. I was supposed to read this book in high school, never read it. Maybe read a few pages, maybe read the first couple chapters, but it was so boring I put it down and didn't pick it up until I turned about 25 years old. And that was a pretty big disparity from age 15 to 25, a 10 year span. But I began, that was the first novel that I wanted to teach my high school students, even though I struggled to read it because it has so many good life lessons, has so many characters, and a lot of uh, issues, uh, social issues that we experience in today's lifetime. And Ad- Atticus and Jim and Scout and Boo Radley are all great characters. Tom Robinson all have various different uh, roles that they play throughout the film. But I can remember as a kid growing up next to a, a neighbor of mine that had the old gazing balls that were out in the garden and you could look at them and you you would see your reflection and my sister and I would always question oh I wonder if that lady is a witch or not because with her crystal balls out in her garden and she can see us when we walked by so a lot of the time I could picture myself as Jim and Scout running from the Radley place because it was mysterious and and uh, it created this sense of sense of scariness throughout the novel but we find out in the end spoiler alert that Boo Radley is actually just a, a great person that cares about people. He's just he's just socially awkward. With Atticus and, and a lot of the one-liners that he, he uses to teach, never, never judge a man unless you've walked a mile in his shoes or walked, walked a mile in one's moccasins, as the Indian proverb goes. But there's so much, uh, so much in that novel. I could, I could spend many hours discussing this and discussing the different characters and how they're questioned and and their viewpoint on human nature and how humans are and how we can take just an instance from each one of those characters in the story and we can relate. Like Dill, for instance, everybody wants to to be be, be the cool person and and tell the the neatest stories and and be popular where Dill uh, didn't have a father that was um, in the picture and he came to stay with his aunt every year and every summer and would spend time with Jim and a scout and would tell him stories about how his dad was uh, on the railroad and an airplane pilot and just all these different stories where he was just struggling uh, to fit in and to find his place in life so I think we can all Learn something from Scout, Jim, Dill, Atticus, in the book To Kill a Mockingbird. And now a word from today's sponsor. Do you have an unfinished creative work in your life? Are you starting a creative project? Are you overwhelmed, blocked, or uncertain? Are you struggling with where to go next? Live Happy Life Coach can help you overcome creative blocks that stand in the way of completing your projects, inspire you to think bigger and work more productively, Overcome fears, doubts, and anxiety that distract our creative minds. For more information on Live Happy Life Coach, click the Life Coaching tab on BooksTravelLife.com. Now back to today's show. In today's travel segment, we'll discuss Birmingham and Montgomery, Alabama. 
a couple years ago, we were on our way to Florida and decided to take our time coming through the state of Alabama as it's the longest state we have to travel through uh, from Illinois. So we decided to break up the drive a little bit and spend a little bit of time in Birmingham as well as Montgomery um, the following morning. So we pulled into Birmingham about 4.30 uh, in the afternoon on a Saturday and wanted to drop by the Civil Rights Institute to see what... Uh, history we can learn about the civil rights movement. I had my children with me and my wife and we stopped in and found out that the, the uh, museum had closed at four o'clock. So we were late to that but we walked around the uh, institute a little bit on the outside and ran into a, a homeless gentleman that was sitting on the outside. He was an older gentleman and he when he asked if I was there to see you know where the bomb, bomb went off uh, at the 16th Street Baptist Church and Kelly Ingram Park and all that stuff is right right next to each other in Birmingham. So he's like, I'll show you, you know, the location where the bomb was planted and where the bomb went off. And he told me a little bit of the history and and the tensions and everything since he had actually lived through the civil rights movement in in the late 60s. So he showed me where the bomb was planted that killed the four little girls uh, at the 16th street baptist church he showed me you know the entrance uh, to the church showed me the the stairwell where the bomb was planted or where the stairwell was and then he took me across the street to kelly ingram park where the children uh, basically were sprayed with the water hoses and the and the dogs attacked them as they basically skipped school to to demonstrate and to march uh, for equal rights so he took me through the park and showed me the statues and and explained to me you know how how things have changed and how things kind of remain the same and it was just interesting to to talk to a, a fellow who had lived in Birmingham at that time that evening we found a hotel just north of Montgomery Alabama and decided that we'd spend just a little bit of the morning before we got on the road to see some of the civil rights sites in Montgomery and one one of those sites was the the bus stop that Rosa Parks uh, waited on the bus and then boarded the bus that basically led to the Montgomery bus boycott and we walked down the road my daughter and I and my son and my wife played at a park we walked down the road and and saw the church in which uh, Martin Luther King Jr. organized the Montgomery bus boycott so it was really neat to actually see church still happening in that building uh, some 50 years after the actual uh, Montgomery bus boycott and it was just neat to see little kids peeking out the windows and things like that as we as we walked past another really neat thing to see it was closed again on a Sunday morning but it was a civil rights memorial and center we were able to see the outside of the building and, and see the waterfall memorial and on that memorial is uh, engraved in it is Amos 524 paraphrased by Martin Luther King Jr. and it reads we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream this verse by the prophet Amos in the Old Testament basically talks about justice and how we all strive for justice and how we all want justice we all want equality in life we all strive for equality. Sometimes we're a long ways from equality in various different issues within American culture, but we can always strive to be better and get better and ultimately feel equal. 
Books Travel Life strives to create harmony in the world by sharing our love of reading, exploring, and living. Do you have a suggestion for a book, a place to travel, or a life topic to discuss on the show? Let us know by emailing Jeremy at jeremy at bookstravellife.com. One of my favorite places to recharge is going to the ocean and just hearing the ocean waves and sitting along the sandy beach and watching the waves crash and seeing sometimes dolphins leap out of the water and just being at peace and understanding that how small I really am as I'm looking out across the ocean where I can't see another piece of land and just looking as far as the eye can see to the point in which you can't tell the difference between the water and the sky. Being at the ocean gives me a new sense of and new feelings of creativity and a sense of really trying to understand who I am as a person and who I want to be. One summer as I was sitting in the lawn chair on the beach watching the waves crash, I decided to read the book Moby Dick by Herman Melville. Again, one of the books that I was supposed to read in high school, which I didn't. But as I was sitting there and just, again, watching the waves crash and hearing the sounds and the sights and the smells of, of the ocean, I began to, to just dream about what it would like be like to live there and to, to see this every single day. Would I take it for granted? Would I not take it for granted? Would it be as peaceful as it is to me whenever I do come there to recharge? And that was something I really had to, had to sort through as I, I really wanted to move to somewhere where I could be right next to the ocean. But would life be the same? Would it give me that recharged feeling and that, those feelings of creativity day in and day out? And that's something that I really have to sort through. And You know, I came to the conclusion that, that maybe, maybe the ocean every day would become monotonous like everyday life becomes for a lot of us. So I've determined for myself that unfortunately, as much as I love the beach and I love the ocean, going there daily, it might be challenging for me to be grateful that I can walk the beach and hear the waves and see the dolphins and see the blue sky and then just get lost as I stare off into the distance. Thanks for tuning in to episode three of the Books Travel Life podcast. We'll see you next week.